welcome back to the Jim Burns Dave podcast. What podcast is this? Uh, Can't remember it. Yeah, we've been away. Sorry, we were in jail. How um, was everyone's Christmases anyway? Yeah, they, 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 they were good. <laughs> they were good. No, Christmas is Christmas is done now, much like Britain. But yeah, we've been away. We've literally and figuratively doing stuff. You know, work. Do you remember work? What a load of shit. But we've been doing that. And now we're back to talk a load of bollocks into here rather than yeah. just the general street or pub or yeah. sewer or wherever should, or have us. Should we us. explain to people that we made three BBC shows uh, as well as, you know, uh, lots of other stuff for publishers and things like, you know. Yeah, we've been, do- we've just, been doing stuff. Wanna, you just did. I want to, you know, I want to I wanna explain to people that we weren't just sitting on our ass for five months or whatever. We, we've not retired, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. We had to just make had a lot of shows. Lots and lots to do. Back to back. More on that later. And it's good because we're in the run-up to new content mm-hmm. from us, mm-hmm. which we think you'll really like, and there's going to be more on that mm-hmm. later. And then we're off to E3, yeah, which is going to be good. And, and those two facts are related. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And thanks to Dave Mills being amazing at uh, Airbnb, which is a skill. <laughs> yeah. it, you can put that on LinkedIn. Along that is with, a skill. Along with Massive Tosser. Dave, to be fair, is Dave's really good at booking stuff. So we've got like this uh, so, villa. Yeah. Yeah. in Santa Monica yeah. so that's good we'll be in there it is yeah. going to be pimped and you can order 400 chicken nuggets again Jim well, that's I'm, not I'm, excuse I'm me now, excuse so. me <laughs> absolutely oh, not I know it's going to be 400 fucking vegan yeah. I mean they're basically vegan anyway they're near a chicken are they? <laughs> yeah but Jim the other day conveniently when we went to see the accountant to uh, for the year end accounts uh, was not there Mainly because I think he thought he was going to be asked about this discrepancy in food budgets for uh, the first E3. Well, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, there was no discrepancy. As, as I recall, uh, I was following instructions to order food. Yeah. And the instructions were coming in so thick and fast that I accidentally... Remember, two other people. <laughs> I accidentally ordered. <laughs> this is I your Vietnam, is it, Jim? I accidentally ordered everything you asked for, and that's how we ended up with 400 fucking yeah, chicken. Yeah, you... Uh, that, that really says that you're very confident under pressure there. Yeah, you exactly. can order 20 well, chicken nuggets. Um, but I'm not going to be ordering any chicken nuggets. You, are, year, you so. definitely won't be. You're Mate, not allowed. After four as a gin, you'll be like, fuck the chickens! Yeah, well, guarantee it. And, well, no, because I have been drunk since... Uh, <laughs> You have to remember, I, though, Jim. I will say that uh, I really, I do admire your uh, your commitment to this thing that you're doing, even if I don't necessarily think that I would do it. But the chickens are already dead. Okay, so if you're worried about that, the chickens, you don't have to kill that's them yourself. That's quite a big loophole. You're so into vegans. They're already that's, dead. That's, that's, that's a big loophole. <laughs> Unless you're eating the animal alive, yeah. then you're fine to eat, uh, to eat animals as a vegan. Have, that, that, that's, that's like when my mum used to uh, her argument against getting energy saving light bulbs was they're already going to burn the coal doesn't matter what I do it's like wow no but that's actually just actually wrong because the cost is passed on to you that's not the same thing whatsoever they're going to burn the coal whatever happens and they it's like well no yeah especially it's 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 probably the the closest relationship you have to supply and demand it's fascinating that people don't think that their one small action makes a difference and being like well it doesn't but if the one small action is done by 600 million other people then it has a very big the, impact. My problem is, is that the Great Barrier Reef is, is well dead, isn't it? So it is what's well the point dead. in carrying... The Great carrying... Barrier Reef is gone. We're all fucked. Yeah. They're trying to make it come back, but it's like, you know, when they tried to make Knight Rider come back, it just wasn't yeah, the same. Yeah. It just wasn't the same. <laughs> it's, it's like just that remake like... of MacGyver, isn't it? It's yeah, like... exactly. Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. I mean, he's... Uh, I he, like Richard, but he's gone a bit... 
he's uh, smelted a bit, you know. Yeah, he he's an old he's an old man now. Yeah. That's really sad. But fair play to him. He's still got cracking hair. Yeah. Right. Listen. What? So apart from mm. the work, and we can't really talk too much about because well, we so- can talk about the ones we've done. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right, Dave. Fucking hell. Yeah. Look at this guy, Mister Fucking Guns and Roses. We don't care about the man. Dave just <laughs> wants to talk about is that the fact that he's now a television director. Yeah. And uh, oh, well, hold on. Let's talk- and has started wearing jumpers to the pub, which yeah. is. And behind business meetings, I've not had a jumper on for fucking two months. As soon as that sun came out, I'm not going out of shorts or flip flops. <laughs> but we did, uh, we did the episode Gaming for All mm-hmm. uh, on accessibility, and the other day Microsoft announced that they had a new accessibility controller. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have said that while we were there, but um, no, that's obviously. <laughs> Yeah. great news mm-hmm. and we had and a lot of, it was really great actually to see that announced and getting a lot of buzz yeah. and yeah. you know having just a lot of mainstream pick yeah. and I don't think yeah. if that had come out six months I'm just purely talking about myself here but if that had come out six months earlier I don't think I would have taken as much notice but because like you know I learned a few things when we put together that show about the importance of accessibility and stuff and yeah. it's when not you, that I didn't think it was important I just hadn't really thought about it and then yeah. it was the sheer how, um, how high the number was of men that were colorblind yeah. yeah that was crazy yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the exact figure now, but it's, it's loads. Just, but, just um, imagine the number, lo- yeah. like the word "loads" translated into a number. Yeah. it's big, it's large. And loads. there's like there's other things that made you so because you know we think about like accessibility issues in terms of people who have it tends to be framed around people who have like severe disability, like you know from a very young age. But it's been pointed out, and it was pointed out during the making of that program that like accessibility sort of matters to everyone because a any one of us can become disabled. Mm-hmm. It can be a, a transitionary thing, like one minute you're an able-bodied person, the next minute you aren't. That's the thing that can literally happen. Um, and just being alive and getting old, you know, your dexterity... Uh, that is interesting point and your as well, as, as, as the, game, like the, the early gamers reach that part of their life and still want a game, that is a consideration that... Yeah. Because it hasn't really had to be considered before now. Yeah, but now that yeah. the population of people who... Play the play these things. We are now aging, so you know. It, Excuse I, me. I was talking about people like in their twenties, uh, in the eighties, <laughs> not who were born there. But yeah, yeah. it I, will happen one day, Jim. I know, I know, but you know, I'm like, like I'm thirty three now, and I feel like a sixty year old man sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I I I, I Your stand. Fucking up. knees are like a sixty-year-old man. They really are. Sometimes <laughs> I I stand. So like I I've got real. I've got bad problems with my knees now, which is the kind of thing that a sixty-year-old man would say. I've got I've got bad problems with my knees. Yeah, so, but I mean, yeah. like even in very recent history, by this time you'd be fucking toast anyway, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. So actually, really, this whole living beyond forty is is a bit of a joke. I mean, we're doing all right, really. To be uh, fair, well, so. are we? I reckon I'm on the way out. You know, I can feel it. <laughs> I'm not necessarily I just feel like oh, but you've eased your pizza diet haven't you it, so, I have I've cut down on the pizza that's just buying you more and more time I, know. I, love, I love that when Burns is on a health trip it's like I've cut down to one pizza a day <laughs> yeah yeah listen <laughs> when you're such a prolific pizza eater that you forget you've eaten one and then can get halfway through the second one yeah and the person you live with has also forgotten because it's just like <laughs> shutting a door you yeah. don't remember every time someone shuts the door right it only becomes no, like she only notices when you're not eating the pizza like, exactly Burns hasn't got a pizza but you've been a very good boy since we started this. You kicked the old cigarettes. Yeah. And then you kicked the things that assist you to give up cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Still on the heroin. But... Yeah, well, heroin's all right. It's just... Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's a bad rep, so... doesn't it? Heroin gets a bad rap as long as you're middle class. Uh... Yeah, but what, what I admire about uh, the heroin is it, it has a bit of effort into it. You know, it's not like you just go and buy some fags because you yeah. can do that. 
You know, anyone can do yeah. that. Children do that. Yeah. yeah. Heroin, you've got to be committed. Okay, you have to have the man. And the man has to have his man. Yeah? You know, and then you have to have the equipment. Now, like, it's upfront costs it's, here. It's, it's just, it's a faff. Like, let's, yeah. let's be honest. And if you want to get your teeth done after it as well, that's a yeah. big cost. Exactly. I, knew, I, I know um, an ex-heroin addict who swears, and this is anecdotal, yeah. Yeah, but he swears... Asking for a friend, agent. Yeah, he swears <laughs> blind that um, giving up cigarettes is harder than giving up heroin. And it's for that reason. It's like, because you can you can go and buy cigarettes in any corner shop, in any supermarket. And you're not stood outside and someone goes, oh, yeah. I've had a few pints, do you want a yeah, cheeky, yeah, yeah. Uh, cheeky yeah. shot heroin? I'm going to say to shoot up, mate. You want yeah. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I mean, in bars in London... Yeah. Any other drug is pretty it's, much yeah, fair game for that. Yeah, like, yeah. you can walk downstairs into the men's toilets in certain yeah. bars and be like, I suppose, oh. you know, I suppose basically the, 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 free, the free availability of cigarettes uh, to a London audience, we'd have to compare that to the free availability of cocaine. Um, <laughs> it's so, probably easier to get it. that. Yeah, what was yeah, that yeah. thing you were saying, Jim, about Glasgow? Oh, Glasgow. So study- there was this, uh, a thing that uh, came out recently. Apparently, like, Britain is the world's number one... Cons- sorry, <laughs> Europe's number one consumer of cocaine. And uh, Glasgow in particular, you can, get, uh, you can get cocaine delivered to your house faster than you can get a pizza. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Cracking. And as you were saying Cracking. earlier, Burns, that is well, a failure of free You don't need the second one. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, if Papa John's can't get their act together to, to do a better job than fucking drug dealers... Other pizza delivery people are available. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is my thing as well. Like, this is, this is like, when criminals provide a better service than the legit boys... Like I'm not, I'm not saying there's there's much of an equivalence between cocaine and pizza. <laughs> you know, like you know how you know, for example, uh, when uh, if if you want to rent a film uh, that's been in the cinema like six months ago, okay. and you can't rent it anywhere, but you can you can get a pristine fucking digital rip yeah. off a torrent site. Uh-huh. The, the pirates are providing a better service than the than the legit. Yeah, it's just taking a weird turn. This podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's taking a bit of a weird turn. What, what, what I'm saying is, is that um, Papa John's uh, and Domino's and all those other guys, if they want to up their pizza delivery, game, start delivering drugs as well. Well, they should probably start uh, investing in the drug trade. So they buy can... two bags, get one free. Well, no, I'm saying if, if they start, <laughs> if they start, you know, putting some money into the drug trade they can start siphoning off some of the infrastructure (laughs) (laughs) all right that would be the greatest reason that anyone made a drug cartel ever we just wanted to get pizzas out to Kilmarnock it's just a tax dodge you know that thing about how like you know every six months Elon Musk apparently invents the city bus Um, he's like well, what if I had a transport network and there were just stops all over town and then you can get on it and it would take you places yeah, it's like a bus and it's like, you know, I want the hyperlink but, but you know it's it'd be like, get Elon Musk onto the pizza delivery problem and he'd probably just be like well what if uh, what, what if, if we teleport pizza a network of guys in shell suits <laughs> and, all, and all the pizza and me plastic bags <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, well, uh, I suppose on that note, we'll, we'll move on to uh, something that's not massively illegal and uh, complete, completely tenuous. Yeah. So, uh, we'll talk about things that have been exciting people. We'll talk about now, you, yeah, won't. No, shut up. So, I watched Westworld. Yeah. Yeah, now I avoided it when it launched when it came out because I was like because it wasn't about people's ex-girlfriends or on a beach or any of that shit it just well firstly I completely missed a lot of the messaging and I thought it I thought it was still going to be told from the perspective of the uh, humans essentially Mm -hmm. and I've seen a lot of fucking you know movies where or shows Mm -hmm. where 
like Lost, for example, or whatever, people are like, Wah. oh, things have gone bad and it's weird here, and now we've got to work it out. And as soon as someone said, nah, it's, it's actually told from the perspective, essentially, of the robots themselves, I'm like, that's more interesting. Mm. So I watched the first season and I liked it. And now mm. we're on to the second season. And I it's, also uh, like it. You, you're not a big fan, though, are you, Jim? No. I, I, I feel like Westworld is, is, is the crunching up cornflakes, isn't it? It's the it's the it's the it's the Mark and Jez sort of like Westworld is Jurassic Park for wankers, but Jurassic Park is Westworld for people who can't face reality. Bringing us back to heroin, it's, you it's need to old, cut the fuck down because it's the old Frosties honey nut cornflakes dynamic. Has, isn't has it? this just been a <laughs> like an admission? Is this an in- intervention where you have? Just used some very weird and stupid analogies. <laughs> yeah, how, how how do, I mean, Westworld is very similar to Jurassic Park. How do you level having the idiotic opinion that Jurassic Park isn't very good? But yeah, like Westworld, one is essentially the same message. Yeah, excuse me. So your entire shtick is that that film based on a Michael Crichton novel is bad. Yeah. And yet, this isn't the film. Congratulations. Oh, there you go. Fucks. Well, that's that. That's a fuck. That's an academic distinction. No, it's isn't not. It? Oh, what? So films and TV shows are the same, are they? Well, that, well the only difference Careful is the format. Now, G, the only difference. Oh, the only difference is the format. Okay. Exactly. Incredible. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of <laughs> film and television directors yeah. who'll be like, they turn up and go, right, we'll shoot 90 minutes for this. In both instances, in both instances, the entire plot is there's a theme park and the rides go bad. That's it. It's not though, because at least in you this... might as well base one in fucking Alton Towers about a. Roller, roller skate, skate. That's not the way to look at my words now. About a fucking what are those things called? Get this man some. What are those things called? It's like a fucking train, but it's on stilts. We are roller coasters. Just wait for you to find it. Wow, a train, (laughs) but it's on stilts. What's that fucking film you like? With the the hairdresser (laughs) in his face. If they done a a fucking, if they done a horror film about Alton Towers, except the roller coasters just decapitate people. Hold on, Alton Towers have done that themselves, haven't they? In the last couple of years, have they? Uh, Or was it Thor Park? No, what I like about Westworld, Westworld is is what I said is that they actually you know in, we should probably point out that we don't know if that's true or not we might need to cut that because that's uh, but what? no th- there was there a big was a accident ma- terrible accident and they got towers, super yeah. was yeah. it on towers? yeah, yeah. I went to Thor Park the next day because yeah. I thought well no one's going to because you were hard are you? we had the theme <laughs> park to ourselves <laughs> obviously they shut the rise I was told I was told a story that's slight tangent right on that right on that oh really a slight tangent slight tangent somebody good because it's so on topic so far a couple of friends on Twitter we're talking about this apparently in Alnwick a town in the northeast of been there they got married there was it Alnwick or Almouth one of those anyway I think they're both really close to each other they're both northeast right Um, up by North Berwick right apparently there's a pub in one of these towns where there's like there's these antique bottles in the window that are dusty as fuck they've never been cleaned they've not been moved for like a century right and um, so some, some, somebody on Twitter, it's probably near, yeah, it is near it. It's like an hour's drive away from my dad's house. Um, and somebody like, you know, somebody went in there who doesn't believe in any of this paranormal shit and uh, 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 sat down and asked people why, uh, what's the deal with these bottles? So the local legend is that every, anyone who's ever touched any of those bottles has died. Right? Mm-hmm. At some point. That's the whole thing. <laughs> no, this, this is the thing. This is the thing somebody went through. Like, and the person sort of did this whole kind of tweet um, thread about it. And they were like, so, so everyone who's ever touched one of those bottles has died. Yeah. Like instantly or no, just eventually. <laughs> but that's... That's just everyone. Yeah. You could say that about like everyone who's ever crossed the road has eventually everyone died. Everyone who's eaten in your restaurant has yeah. eventually died. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, when and you actually play uh, like but that. And, and then they were like, well, you know, just 
it's it just it freaks people out so nobody wants to touch them nobody wants to move them that's why they just sit there collecting dust or whatever and everyone you know a couple of friends what the of fuck mine, is this going to do a couple of friends of mine were quote tweeting it and they were just like well I mean that's fucking ridiculous isn't it I mean obviously why, why are people afraid of touching bottles but I was like you wouldn't fucking touch them would you like as no. rational a human being if I, I as I, I mean I don't believe in anything paranormal or anything like that but if I was presented with that situation they're like, giving it the big one in the pub like you're talking a load of shite and they, and they invited me well go and fucking touch one then I'd be like no no, no I, the not. only supernatural thing that I believe in is the supernatural levels of shite that you're fucking is, talking about <laughs> my point is is that Dave going to Thorpe Park right after a high profile roller coaster accident is like I think Dave would touch the balls of course he's from, he's yeah. from the north <laughs> also it's like the safest day to go to a thing. I feel like the year after 9-11 to the day and everyone was like ooh that's a bit ooh dodgy isn't it like this is the safest day in aviation history to fly <laughs> yeah uh, well, listen, what I like about Westworld is, uh, well, it's different from Jurassic Park because in Jurassic Park, there's dinosaurs. There, there are dinosaurs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, generally speaking, I like the the little riddle, but I like the kind of, the everyone's the minotaur, right? Everyone's trying yeah. to find the center of the maze. But they're all, they're all fucking bad people, right? There's no dinosaurs in it, but there's a fucking minotaur. Listen, you have to just... Uh, I like, obviously, the man in black is interesting, although I think his role is much diminished in the second yeah. season. Because yeah. it, Tommy Ed Lee Harris Jones looks is, uh, incredible in that. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ed Harris, is, Dave and I were saying, is that he... Ed Harris doesn't appear to have had any, like, real work done on his face. So his face... He's 67, I think. So his face doesn't actually look like an approximation of what his face used to look like. It's just more interesting it's just to look at. with his stories. Ah, and that's his, great. Like, yeah. That's great. And yeah, and then in the second season, you meet the guy who, own, who used to own the company that owns Westworld. And I thought he was very harshly treated. All he wanted to do is live forever and be a massive walloper forever. Mm-hmm. And what did he get? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Didn't get away with it. And this is why I always feel bad like Ex Machina. Yeah, that guy. I was sad when he, you know, didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So this is sad. Is and and Peter Wayland. I wanted him to live forever. I thought he'd be the kid at <laughs> Robocop too. When I when the kid from Robocop two died, mm-hmm. I was sad. Mm-hmm. I was sad. It's the end of my acting career. <laughs> Man, yeah. But uh, but Dave, you've seen season two of Westworld. What, yes. What are your thoughts? Come on. Now. Uh, I, I again think it's great. I think everything about it. The writing's interesting. The themes are interesting. Uh, it's beautifully lit. Um, yeah, I agree that uh, the, the he's missing having... No. Fuck off. That's, that's the park. That's the, the, the theme, theme of the park. Ah, but it expands beyond that as well. Oh, Actually, Jim. In the um, in the film, isn't the idea that there's like there's a bunch of parks, one of them is West, yeah, there's, one there's, of them is Rome, one of them is... Yeah, there's like, tons of them. There's a the sequel as well, Future World. Yeah. I never saw that. I, I, I like the original film. There's always... You could always see there was a nucleus of a great yeah. idea to explore in it. I'm surprised that it wasn't done before now, but... Yeah. I, yeah, the thing about Jurassic Park is... The, what, the reason I prefer Westworld over Jurassic Park is you can't fuck the dinosaurs. Um, but, yeah, so that's... I don't know, like... <laughs> hey, listen. Goldblum's Life in finds it. a way, Yeah, right? well, Goldblum's in it. He, he, he thought he was just, you know... He was injured. Yeah. Yeah, Westworld, I do like it. Uh, I do think sometimes... Uh, David Baddiel tweeted the other day saying he actually in season two he likes it best when it's not just trying to be like a western and I loved Dolores in the first season but I think she's sidelined in this one and because there's not how much more mileage can you get out of I want to kill everyone Mm -hmm. you know you got to show her going to kill everyone 
And I, I kind of like the whole thing with what happens with her and Teddy. Uh, but I like the design of the faceless... Um, the drones. Yeah. Who do the... I mean, that's cool that there's a, there is another reason to the park. And I will say that the the interpretation of William this time around is, is very good uh, in terms of him turning into you-know-who. And <laughs> I think... Uh, his actor does a, a much better job actually i know that he's meant to be like quite you know green in the first one first uh season but his turn seemed too quick like logan wakes yeah, up well, and he's was, killed in the entire yeah, army yeah, not... i didn't really give it any screen time there i guess they're going to build on yeah that thread being pulled it's good it's good i like it uh and now there are samurai in it so in shogun world so you I mean that's a spoiler spoiler fuck's sake fuck off mate well you should have seen it by now aren't you uh, Dave, well, I don't like that. Dave, that's reductive. You're off to see the Rolling Stones tonight, yes, aren't you? I fucking am. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Supported by Liam Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Get Ben. How fucking, fucking northern hell. is that? That's mad. Yeah. Rolling I mean, Stones I have been northern. saying, Dave, I know that they're not northern. Being <laughs> into them as well, northern. Yeah. I have been saying, Dave, that by you know by the time that you you get to wherever it is tonight, they'll probably one of them will probably be dead at least. But well, I say, I, this is the last time really isn't it i can't imagine they've got many more I would, final tours you know, in i would just prefer to have gone to see them in the past i'm not sure well, yeah so would i but that's not an option to me i'm gonna yeah, say but, the next best yeah, option but i've always yeah, been considering that their heyday was before dave was alive yeah well how do you know that he's well old anyway dave <laughs> but one of the things that always put me off going to see like a fluted mac or a rolling stones is i know it's a different example you saw Big Bobby D, didn't you? You saw Bob Dylan 15 yes. years ago. Well, I mean, to be honest, shithouse. Bob, it was still just awesome to see him, but Bob Dylan couldn't really sing in his heyday, let alone now. Yeah, but, but you said he looked just... like a fucking bag lady, Dave, didn't you? You <laughs> said he looked like just crazy. It's more just seeing those legends. The, um, that famous kind of image uh, that went around just sort of the the proto internet, the the um, somebody basically had done up their willy to look like Bob Dylan. You ever see that? All roads lead to Bobby with no, Jim What is this? There's a photo of someone... A cock Bob Dylan? No, there's a photo of someone's dick, right? They've put a pair of wee sunglasses on it <laughs> and it looks like Bob Dylan. <laughs> the hell is wrong with no, you, Oh, it's in that film, I'm not there. It's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like Bob Dylan. Yes. I'm just wondering if he now actually just looks more like the Willie than the... This is, himself. This is extremely problematic Excuse right me, now, isn't it? Excuse me, win the Nobel... Price yeah, he won the Nobel Prize year. for being fucking well old. Jim, what have you been up to? So I saw Infinity War, um, obviously. Mm -hmm. Biggest film of the fucking decade, right? <sighs> biggest film of the year, biggest film of the century so far, right? You know, 10 year build. I'm not going to bite on any one of those lines. It's a fucking, it is the biggest, like, the, 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 in terms of, like, the cultural event that that is, there's, like, there's nothing else. Uh. Nothing fucking touches it. What are you talking about? Well, so, it is the cultural event of the decade. Yeah. Absolutely. Is is, is infinite. I mean, all oh, right. What do you think it is then? The fucking royal wedding burns, mad. Toy. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Steve exactly. Burns, known fucking royalist. Yeah, exactly. The, the royal wedding, which was basically Infinity War for Tory. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite good. You should have said that a few days ago, but um, you didn't. But yeah. So uh, no, but it, it was you know obviously if you're into the, the I mean I love the the MCU and all that shit so mm -hmm. it's great to see it all sort of come together and um, haven't they bought something else now Fox well they've, they're, they're, they're in talks to buy Fox yeah so that, that'll probably mm. mean that the X-Men are going to come into it at some point 
It, but so what? I the only so I saw Iron mm. Man. Yeah. 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 I, li- I liked that. I thought it was good. You Iron missed, one of the best missed like 19 films so far, bro. Yeah, but also, crucially, none of them are better than Iron Man. That's bollocks. Okay, what Lo- is? Loads of them are better than Iron Man. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is funny. Okay. But what I'm saying is, have they maintained the level of quality across the across the movies or is it a bit of kind of stock syndrome they don't need to as much because they well, just get compared to themselves yeah, they don't get compared the to real they're movies kind of, they're almost a genre unto themselves now the, um, but like I don't think they've ever made a really bad one but there's definitely <laughs> Iron Man 3 is fucking Iron Man 3 is, is, bad. is rubbish actually it's by Shane Black it's Iron Man 3 dreadful. and um, I didn't like Iron Man 3 or Iron Man 2 um and Thor, the Dark World, the Thor Two, that yeah. was fucking, that was penis. Did some on that? Uh, yeah, did you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was shy in it. Fucking terrible. <laughs> did you shoot all the bad bits? <laughs> um, Alan so, Taylor was in there, Dave. Alan Taylor, director. I, Thor two, yes. and uh, the second Avengers. You should know, mate. Well, you were fucking with him. So fucking little. The on second it. Avengers film, Age of Ultron, was bad as well. It was like, but the thing is, though, a bad Marvel film is still just sort of, it's what like you can't hate it. It's just it doesn't it's not, it doesn't have enough substance to fucking hate. You know what I mean? It's mm. just it's nonsense. Um, it's like reading a bad comic book. It doesn't last that long, and there's nothing particularly offensive about it. So, you know. Yeah, uh, but if all the books that have been put in the library are mm. comic books, is that a problem? No. And you can draw that analogy to uh, the fact that everything in the cinema is basically a superhero. Well, that's film. bollocks, though, isn't it? Because, like, everything <clears throat> in the cinema isn't a superhero movie. No, it isn't, but there's a, a lot of it is. There's a lot of it, but, you know. Is, is, it, any, is it anywhere reaching peak? Um, well, I don't th- it feels that people have kind of already getting there with Star Wars and maybe it's just because it's a bad Star Wars film haven't seen it yet I don't think Should it's noted, I don't but think it's an issue this one has just kind of creeped into kind of oh yeah and it's out on Friday instead of this massive yeah. build up I don't anywhere. think it's an issue so I don't think any of these things are an issue because for like because there's so many more people on the planet now like every market is bigger than it was 10-15 years ago Every uh, every uh, cultural sphere is bigger than it was. There's basically there's fucking room for everything. Is my point? Is that like yeah? I mean, it doesn't matter that like it doesn't matter that so many films of the year are fucking superhero films because there's 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 fucking hundreds of other films that aren't. If that's yeah, but they're about. not really getting screen time at the well, yeah, multiplexes, exactly. are they? Yes, they do. Like that's, nah. that's nonsense. They, well, they do. If you can open up Marvel fucking versus. Giblets or whatever the fuck the spin-off is mm. on 16 screens and then well, maybe a couple I'm, of other Maybe I'm just lucky ones. with our local multiplex but they, <laughs> they seem to have a really good range of... Oh, are just quite good. The, the Wandsworth one is... The Wandsworth one's really good. Like, yeah. I don't like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not yeah, seeing this... Yeah, listen, I've not... What, the last movie I saw in the cinema was... The Fo- uh, not The Force Awakens, the other one, The Last Jedi. Mm. That's rubbish. That's crap. People are like, oh, it's... Uh, it does... And you know what? I really... The, the Last Jedi is the Mel Gear Solid 2 of uh, Star Wars movies mm-hmm. it, it subverts almost everything and it's really good at subverting it but the movie itself that carries that is fucking shit mm-hmm. there you go just like the game that carries Mel Gibson well you've too. got that mm-hmm. thing the though shit. as well is because it subverts a bunch of stuff people are just like equating that to therefore is good and it's like well, just, just yeah. subverting things doesn't make it good or clever uh, you know we don't need yeah. to relegate the whole thing but I, I like the message that Star Wars you know, needs to change I like that even some of the actors don't like what happened in it mm-hmm. I hate the fact that it's just a really shit version of fucking or Das Boot 
There's no <laughs> there's no middle of the movie, and the middle that's technically there is prequel level bad. It is as that casino scene. You could cut the entire thing out. Yeah, is you could say, and off they went because there's no real character development there. You know, there they meet um, Benicio, but anyway, that's a load of shit. So we don't spend it. But Solo is going to be out by the time you probably hear this. This is a movie where Dave and I are having lunch the other day, and uh, bus went past with it on the side, and I tweeted, "It's like that's Back to the Future stuff." You know, when they see like Jaws nineteen, it yeah. looks fake. It's like that doesn't exist. I imagined that. That po- this movie is not coming out. And uh, I joked that imagine going, imagine going back to like 1985 and speaking to people who really love Star Wars and didn't know if they were ever going to get another Star Wars. They say, you know, there's a whole movie about Han Solo. Yeah. Sad thing is, it comes out, you'll probably be dead, and it's shit. And it's like, yeah. Now there's been difference of opinions, but Walter Chaw, the guy who fucking wrote the best film review mm-hmm. of all time, well, maybe the last 20 years, on Batman vs Superman, reckons it's complete garbage. Well, I'm going to believe that guy. There you go. Mm-hmm. I Who think knows? it had a, big, a much bigger push otherwise. It but does. It feels like they buried it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels. It doesn't feel. Well, I mean, losing I your know. directors halfway through the shoot is never. Yeah. A yeah, it's a weird something. thing. It doesn't feel like an event movie, <clears throat> and it should be an event movie. But it'll still make infinity billion dollars. So does it matter mm-hmm. from yeah. their perspective? Yeah, they didn't give a shit, do they? Listen, Jim. I, I think. No, I, 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 don't, I don't think. I don't think it's really possible to saturate markets anymore. Because I think I think that's where you can thinking. just get. I, I agree that there's a, a there's a space for everyone, and mm. it's great that no matter how niche your thing you're into is now with the internet and stuff, you can meet other people that are into that really crazy niche. But if the place you go is the the cinema, so if the only thing that they sold on the PlayStation Store was well, Call of Duty sells loads, so that's all you can get here. Mm-hmm. Then would you but not be pissed at that? That's, that's not, like, oh yeah, I can meet someone and play PlayStation Two games, yeah. or go some you know someone and play somewhere else. But if all you get in the the main place that you go is that type of mm-hmm. culture, and there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but is it not a problem that that's all that you're being offered? I don't like that. Well, but I think that would be a problem. But I don't, I don't think that is really what's happening, though, is it? Is it really? Because like, it's saturating the market. It's, sure. I mean, you can talk about. Like, it's not the only multi- thing. It's multiplexes, but like. There are lots of independents in there. There's movie. like, but it, it, multi, multiplex isn't the only storefront for seeing films. So that's. Yeah, but that's where everyone wants to see films there. Right, now, shut up. Before we go on to the questions, mm. we're going to say yes, there's going to be more Let's Not Plays, there's going to be some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But you should anticipate there will be more regular programming and content the first half of uh, the first quarter, shall we say, rolling into the first half of 2018 has been a nightmarish festival of pain and by that I mean the best possible way for our lovely mm. clients but yes three episodes of the BBC show back to back along with everything else mm. you know not that it was a problem but you know you need to prioritise unless you guys want to give us loads of money just send it to the usual address yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but yeah. yes so we'll be announcing loads of cool stuff very soon there's going to mm-hmm. be more of that uh, around mm. E3 time so we're going to be in LA from around about the 6th 7th mm-hmm. and we'll be doing some vlogging yeah yeah oh, from that's, our, yeah that's something we're going to try doing here. our do a bit of yeah, but not, vlogging. not like vlogging as in you know hey guys you probably just be arguing on Muscle Beach about the correct way of doing this while an over muscled man behind you goes who the fuck are these guys and why? Me. 
Jim's doing a makeup tutorial. I've looked at it. Contouring, man, I'm telling you. And you're doing that weird fucking sleepy talk where I am sleep burns. Yeah. ASMR. You're, you're, you're going to die in your sleep. Steve Friends chastises you. ASMR. I reckon I reckon chastises you for not wearing you know when You know when you feel like really, you know, say you go out and you're hungover or whatever and you get that kind of fear and that mm-hmm. shame, you know, the fear. I reckon I could run a channel where I really bollock you for whatever mm-hmm. choice it is and you get to choose which one like mm-hmm. you know you've, you've had too much to drink or you spend the family's money gambling or you've slept with your you know your fucking wife's mm-hmm. sister or whatever yeah, but yeah, yeah. after that I then give you a little pep talk yeah. and then you get back to being on your way you're wearing the wrong type of cufflinks with that shirt well <laughs> it's, firstly it's quite difficult to do that but if you are then you definitely deserve a bollocking okay <laughs> you definitely yeah. definitely um, so yeah that all that cool stuff's coming now Jim you're the fucking master of the questions mm-hmm. ask some questions no fucking question you you walloper exactly like exactly. the bill right okay so in remote asks these are all from Twitter because I can't be bothered going anywhere else is Thanos just the evil space villain version of aggressive centrists so I think I mean, do you guys need to know what Thanos Nah, he's actually... like, look, we've got to reduce all this stuff down, isn't it? Yeah. There's so too his, much so of this. His entire deal is that he wants to li- literally cut the pop- the living population of the universe in half. Um, and uh, he's seeking the, you know, he wants to build the Infinity Gauntlet, which is a device that will allow him to do that. How does it, hold on, just, just for a bit back, how does it allow him to do that? Because he punch everyone? That's magic, isn't it? Okay, it doesn't make much it's sense. It's not science. What is, like, what, is, no... what is his reason for wanting to reduce the population? Well, the, there's not enough resources. And if it's are... magic, it just makes some more resources. Exactly. Whopper. It's falling to pieces now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but he's a, he's, a, he's a massive centrist, isn't he? But not... <laughs> <laughs> no, but his idea, his... He's a bit Blair. Listen, we've got to kill a million people, but after that... Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, effectively, that's what he's saying. Because his, his, his whole thing is, uh, like, look, I'm not, like, right... I'm not defending the idea as if I am a fucking proponent of it, right? First of all, so don't fucking cross-examine me. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just <laughs> but asking. His, Thanos's idea, the Thanosian economics, if you will, <laughs> right, is that yeah, like you've that. got you've got a planet, right? Mm-hmm. There's six billion people living on it. There's enough resources for four billion people. So he's going to reduce the population by half, and the three billion people left will then have plenty. How does he uh, decide? Is it kind of Keynesian or is it, you know, how does he, does he decide? He, he kills off half the population. But I mean, how does he decide? How does he pick the half? Yeah, how, how he does doesn't. He, he doesn't. He just it's says, random. right, half is gone. It's random. So what we're talking about is, a, is an extremely industrialising uh, society which relies on agriculture and animal husbandry and the West of it. And he's going to kill most of the proponents that know how to operate the machinery which keeps the supply chain mm-hmm. That would actually feed. Listen, I'm not saying several plot holes. I'm not saying. If you say he could have like a like a checklist, maybe he could be like, look, he's not that guy. I mean, we'd be dead. Yeah, amazingly. Yeah, but you know, fantastic. So he's like Thanatos, right? He's the god of death. Right, he's, he's coming down. He's, no, he's, fu- he's not quite the god of death, but yeah. So I mean, in the comics, interesting enough, they haven't done this in the in the cinema because it's probably a bit too out there for live action films and and goofy, and they just haven't gotten into it yet. But like um, in the comics, if I remember rightly, the reason he's doing that is ostensibly because the argument he makes for it is that there'll be more resources for everyone. But the reason he's actually doing it is because he fancies death and he's trying to impress her. <laughs> right. Oh. So, which uh, and that's that's uh, and that's 
I mean, that's a slightly problematic motivation. Oh, as well. I can see why yes. they. I can see why they removed that. So the movies have sort of omitted that from the Thanos backstory and just basically made him a libertarian. Um, oh no! Fair enough. So, I mean, you know, cool. All right. Uh, so well, fair enough. Yeah, I suppose the answer is yes. Um, but yeah. So no, he's, you're right. He's a libertarian. He's not. He's not centrist. Is, is Thanos? Oh, we're going to get emails from the libertarians now. Right? Well, I think you're fine. Actually, libertarianism <laughs> has got nothing to do with killing half the population of a planet to extend the resources. <laughs> um, so yes, it fucking does, mate. Uh, so okay. So uh, not a question. Oh, this is from Unreal Johnson. Not a question as such. Just congratulate Burns on, on the main second, second place trophy. trophy. Thank you. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, I, I mean. It's been devastating, hasn't it? To go, it, it, it changed from being quite a good season if you won an FA Cup and finished second to now being trophyless and in a barren wasteland away from Manchester City. Well, uh, all I will say about Manchester City is that... Uh, well, not about Manchester City, just football in general. That football itself <coughs> is about five years, if that, away from its Lance Armstrong moment. So enjoy it while we all can, right? Yeah. <laughs> enjoy it while we all can. Also, hold on, speaking of which, now we can't name any names on this, but there's been a lot of high-profile British athletes who have been accused of certain things and just accused, okay, you know, cheating in their various disciplines and their sports. And, you know, they've, they've done very well for themselves out of this. And I'll just say they've denied it vigorously despite the evidence presented and maybe they didn't do it. Maybe they are completely clean. This is why Lance Armstrong's number one. Yeah, Lance Armstrong was number one because he was like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, and years later, we went, yeah, I did it. And it was it was amazing. He was running fucking industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, that's some Westworld shit. He had a fucking secret lab and all that bollock. It was amazing. All these guys. Yeah, him and all the other top six Yeah, finishes. exactly. And all this fucking shit about Lance Armstrong now being some sort of villain. He's, the rest of them are on drugs. Mm. He, ra- he raised all that money for all those sick people. And all people care about is that he cheated in a sport mainly devoted to cheating. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Just have the Drug Olympics. Have the fuck Big Pharma, isn't it? The Drug Olympics, sponsored by the big lads. You know, mm-hmm. not saying that they supply the gas or whatever. And then you know, people just run around, you know, their legs start bursting because they're running like four second, 100 meters and shit. You know, they do, they're running 26 miles in 20 minutes or something. And you can start getting certain limbs that are mechanical. Exactly, and... exactly. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. How did we get here? Sorry, what was we talking about? I don't know, some, some shit about Man United. I'm, I'm, I I'm, not, I'm not accusing any professional football teams of being on drugs. I'm yeah. just saying that, I you know, it just, seems, it just seems weird that, like, certain footballers are playing until they're, like, mm. you know, nearly 40. And they're like, why, why'd you never get tired? <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't understand uh, uh, anything. Um, Joe Duckett asks, how long do you think the Battle Royale crack will last? Uh, does it have a future or will it die in its arse in six months? Not in six months, that's for sure. I don't... Well, I don't, know, I don't hate it. It's just a, it's just a mode. It, well, it's, no, it's more than that. That's it's, the thing about Battle Royale, though, is it? Because it's like... It, it is... Oh, for fuck's sake. There's a person outside being loud with a piece of that's equipment. That's Lance Armstrong. That's yeah. what he does now. <laughs> he's, he's the best lawnmower man in the world. No, it's... Uh, the thing is, well, as you say, I mean, it's more than just a mode I guess but it's it's it seems like something that's very uh, adaptable into a lot of lots of different scenarios into lots of different 
games, lots of different shooters. Like, it's definitely something that, you know, is, is conceivably uh, something that you can add to, add to a game post-release. And that's happened to a lot of games. It was, that happened to Fortnite, right? Mm. You know, it's, it, was, uh, it was basically... They, they saw that PUBG was well popular. They were like, let's bang that in Fortnite. And then Fortnite mm. went on to make a billion dollars and now uh, PUBG is just... Nobody gives a fuck about it anymore, do they? I don't they, know. They do. Um, is COD going down that route for the next yes, year? Yes. So COD... Uh, no, I don't think it was a, It was one in, one out. But uh, this year's COD, uh, Black Ops 4, has infamously... Um, it's dropped the single-player campaign and it's added... Um, the Battle, Battle Royale, Royale mode. Mm-hmm. Which I think, and I think, you know, when Call of Duty starts going down the uh, down that road, well, Battle Royale is just going to be a mode in everything now, isn't it? Yeah, Let's I don't. Face it. I don't hate it. What's everything it? that happens in Call of Duty gets adopted by everything else? Like even the fucking Call of Duty yeah, control scheme. Is Call, this is the first time that Call of Duty, in its, I would say, in in terms of popularity, mm-hmm. is not in terms of mechanics because it has taken mechanics from everything. But I would say this is the first time it's actively following something. Like, oh, you, yeah, that, and you know it's following enough. something. Yeah, but it's following the fucking dollar is what it's following because yeah. it's making Fair an astronomical you know, it's all money. about getting tons of fucking cash yeah, in it I mean it, it shows you how much money fucking money talks because like uh, Boss Key Productions Cliff, Cliff Pazinski took a lot of flack for releasing um, a Battle Royale based shooter um, with, like a couple of months before the company Radical folded. Heights Radical Heights yeah and they took a lot of shit for that and there was all this you know um, there's all this like you know, Cliff, you know, like the the um, how the mighty have fallen because he used to be Mr. Gears of War and now he was he's responsible for a lot of like a lot of like innovation and stuff in the three sixty stuff we take for granted yeah, yeah you know what wasn't fucking isn't Active Reload one of his you know like, Active Reload was yeah. in Gears yeah and it yeah, was amazing yeah um, amazing shit like that um, and isn't there uh, a new Gears coming out. Yeah, there is, yeah. According um, to uh, Walmart, there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheers, Walmart. So, like, well, they're making a bit, they're, they're doing a current trilogy, aren't they? Um, so, uh, you know, Cliffy B took a lot of shit for then being a trend chaser because they did that hero shooter, Lawbreakers, and then uh, and then did the Battle Royale thing uh, as their second one. And it felt, and a lot of people sort of criticised them, well, you're not innovating anymore, you're just, you're just copying things that are, that are already popular. Uh, and then Call of Duty comes out, uh, with a bottle, with the battle royale mode, and and the consensus is completely different. Like people start, people are, are praising Call of Duty for, well, it's being just, open to ideas. Know, well, this is just really sensible on Call of Duty's point of view because that's, and it just felt a little bit like, why 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 is one dick getting sucked and not the other? I don't get mm. it. You know, I think people didn't like the idea necessarily of, of Radical Heights because it was it seemed nakedly and transparently a last throw of the dice. The way it was released mm. in early access barely well had a lot of functionality I think issues and stuff but Call of Duty the thing is is that Radical Heights is a game Mm -hmm. alright whatever happens to it will happen Call of Duty is an industry Mm -hmm. and when an industry needs to adapt to something else then there's that's just business I think because I think Mm -hmm. the reason is is because Call of Duty is the brand and Cliffy B though is the brand for Radical Heights still so that is true everything that people don't like or whatever gets projected onto onto him Call of Duty you know we know who the principals are does anyone really give a shit who they are no that's true. No. Now listen, I'm asking the questions now. Because <laughs> your questions are long, it, Jim? your questions are a bunch. You're a bunch of shit. Uh, oh no, sorry, Jim. Uh, 
here's one. So we're saying about uh, E3. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Lewis says, why are people still flying across the planet to watch cunts and suits chat about video games when they can do it from their own home? Well, first well, of that's all... Well, first, you don't talk about me like that, Adam Lewis. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, well, the reason is is because everyone gets a free trip to Santa Monica. That is mainly the reason. Well, yeah, it's not quite a holiday, I wouldn't say. You do have to do some It depends work. how savvy you are about booking it. What are we looking forward to seeing at E3? It's one of the few people who asked, a few people have asked that question. Dave, Rick so two. Dave, like, people, know that you're, people know that you're shit at video games and just, you know, they don't care about you. So what do you think about, about video games? They don't care about your opinion about video games, which is good. You can sneak in with that action. <laughs> factual opinion you're the film guy answer the games questions now fucking FIFA <laughs> <laughs> hey, featuring the six times European champions Liverpool <laughs> hey, but, will, will we see more of Spider-Man that was the best thing last year uh, well, by a fucking mile and Sony said they're going to be concentrating on four exclusives for their Kane thing. Lynch 3 they're not announcing Kane Lynch any, 4 yeah they're not <laughs> announcing any hardware so will we see any be, Last of Us 2 Yes, Probably, yeah. they just tweeted yesterday, I think, when this was recorded, so the mm. 21st. That that it was will be awesome. concentrating on Last of Us 2 and Spider-Man. Yeah. Will be... We're not going to get any Horizon Zero Dawn, I imagine, for another Horizon years. Zero Dawn. A team of Marines go into... Yeah, uh... Horizon Zero Dawns. No, I would like just to say, say Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. It's like Attorneys General. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of... Like, I would be surprised if Last of Us 2's presentation was like 10 or 15 minutes long just really kick the arse out of it really drive the mm. um you know just the hype essentially it's got to be one of the most anticipated games ever surely mm. i'm looking forward to playing it actually because as someone who didn't like joke myself senseless about the original game just kind of liked it for what it was which is a 70s zombie movie uh with some good graphics yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it it's going to be like the godfather part two isn't it it's gonna do dual timelines. Hmm. If it doesn't, yeah, then I they're fucked. So, yeah. I it'll think be, it'll be like the it'll be like the Honey Nut Cornflakes versus the the Frosty. You see, this is this is your problem, Jim. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Yeah, my the game that I'm most That's looking forward to. That's thing to see. The game that I'm most looking forward to is Pez, obviously, because mm-hmm. I mean there aren't any there aren't any other games really, are there? There aren't any, there are other games, and yes, you can play them, but what's the point? Hot Pez, 50 quid. Exactly, <laughs> when, when Pez <laughs> exists. Well, look, Dave has to go to go and see the Rolling Stones now. Yeah, so, I can't believe you're to see the Rolling Stones, Dave. You know, well, meant, what are you doing tonight that's better, Jim? You're going to play God of War, aren't you? <laughs> uh, oh, that was good as well, Jim. Do you want to have a God quick, War's quick fucking chat brilliant. about God of War? I love God of War. I love, uh, like, it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant uh, modernisation and reworking of an existing property. Uh, I felt, always felt like Kratos, or Kratos, or everyone to pronounce Kratos. Kratos. Uh, I felt like that character in the original games was more of a sort of a fairly empty avatar for the player's fucking own uh, impotent masculinity. Um, but I feel like with this one, they have actually made uh, Kratos into a character that you can identify with. And, uh, uh, well, they've made him into a character, which he wasn't before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, so, I, I, I'm uh, not sure I can play it though, because it's, uh, you know, I hate children. And the whole, the whole game is like... Well, do you know what? It's one of these things, um, and, and this is one of the reasons why I love the MCU as well. It's one of the many things that I enjoy that are essentially about shit dads. 
So, mm. you know, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe is uh, an entire odyssey about shit fathers, right? Mm. Um, and, uh, and God of War is, is an odyssey about a shit father sort of trying his best, but sort of actually kind of being a prick to his son as well. He's trying, he's trying to teach his son to be a good warrior and stuff. Um, well, he's got to survive in that world, doesn't he? He's got to survive he's in that tried. world, but you know, but he could, but he could also show a bit of tenderness sometimes, and he doesn't because yeah, because he is emotionally. Stunted. I don't, I don't want to learn anything from video games. Okay, <laughs> okay, I don't, wanna, I don't um, have it. I don't have any emotional mm. learning whatsoever because mm. I kind of like where I'm at right now. Yeah. You know, uh, you know just very, very emotionally yeah. like dead. Yeah, it's like fear <laughs> and disgust being the two emotions. A bit of greed in there as well, and it's yeah. like. That's really, great. That's all really I need. Good. It's it's but yeah, basically it's a very good game. And uh, also, uh, no, congratulations to them because they do they did turn it around. And I must say that I did scoff when it was Dad of War because it was yeah. on that whole cusp of we're game designers and we've had kids now, so now we've got to do the yeah, kid game. Yeah, see that that, that 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 I mean that was a bit cringeworthy to me is when they were just like, oh well, I I didn't lead designers say well I've had a kid now, so it's made me think about stuff. Yeah, it's it's the. <laughs> It's there Fuck. as a father. Just because everyone had kids at 18, Jim. Yeah. Um, Jim's completed having kids now. He's yeah. Like, yeah, like, no I've more of those fucking things. Completed having kids, and that's, that's done, done with it now. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, basically, I, uh, I do like uh, that a lot of things now are about, about shit dads and, and shit dads trying to fix the mistakes of their past. Fucking Uncharted Four. Nathan Drake is a shit husband now, you know, and uh, and he's trying to fix the mistakes of his past. He's cracking trying to, game, you know, cracking game. Uh, it's the best Uncharted. Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, you know, essentially the, the the driver for that. Not necessarily that he was a shit dad, but his son is 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 killed before the game starts, and it's a, it's a revenge story. Excuse me, that is a um, spoiler. It, no, that's fucking that. That happens right at the start of the game. Yeah, that's but like, I haven't started. Oh, I did start. The, I still play a bit of Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, actually, you did play it, and you complained to me about it as if I'd made it. It's, <laughs> it's a fantastic game. Yeah, I just um, I, can't, I can't do another sixty uh, hours before the game starts. But you know, but like, but look, basically, look, it, there's loads of shit about dads, and that's great. You know, and, and you know, <laughs> they're a very well represented group. Shit dads. Uh, you know, so I quite like that. All dads are shit, though. Well, right? yeah, I mean, every every dad's a shit dad. But what I think, what I think needs to, what I think we need more representation of now. We've covered shit dads. We need some representation of shit mums. So like, or just mothers the, in general, like mothers you, in general that aren't just like absent and. Huh. Well, you know. Binding of Isaac is is a very extreme example of of uh, you know rep, representation. I mean, she's a really shit mum. She's very bad. Um, but like shit mum no fat just, just mums that are just like mums that are a bit emotionally distant mums that are just like you know I'm just gonna leave you outside while I go fucking like go, go on the fruit machine you know <laughs> mums that are just like you know smoking see I would play that smoking God tabs hmm. you know smoking tabs when they've got the baby in the in the in the, the, the fucking have you been to, have been to Montrose thing? again recently yeah. <laughs> so like you know I think but, but you know there is a serious point here that I'm, I'm sort of getting to which is that you know, um, uh, you know, rep- male representation is very uh, broad, mm. um, and uh, men. So most of the design is well, exactly. But men are allowed to be flawed. Is is the point? Um, like men are not. Uh, men are allowed to be flawed characters, um, and women are. There's there's a lot of great examples of great kind of female representation. 
but where a lot of them fall down is that they, they kind of we're still putting women on it. We're either ignoring women completely or we're putting them on a bit of a pedestal. Um, and I think there's a lot of room to explore. Well, women are flawed as well. You know what I mean? So that there's a lot of there's a lot of room to explore mm. the idea that, well, you know, mums can be a bit shit as well. Uh, you know, so uh, I think... Can you leave the mothers out of this? Perhaps the next sort of wave of uh, of, uh, of of that stuff of um, you know representing genders and stuff like that in video games perhaps next the next big frontier for us is to handle the idea that um, you know we could do Red Dead Redemption where there's there's a woman uh, uh, protagonist and she's a bit of a cow I think that, <laughs> I think that absolutely would you not feel the video games will be behind films the films are still dragging their feet after being around for well over a century mm. Mm. but the thing the thing about you know I mean movies uh, made kind of made make a lot of strides but then they kind of fuck it don't they you know then they feel like they don't quite go far enough or they they sort of they like movies have like some signature sort of um, you know, characters like, you know, like Ripley and Alien, for example. And, yeah, then, but that was... and then they get trotted out as examples for then like 30, 40 years. Like 30 like, years ago. Yeah, like James <laughs> Car- Cameron recently given it fucking, you know, when people were excited about Wonder Woman's, uh, and, and, you know, Wonder Woman's not actually that great a film, but like the, 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 the stuff they were doing with like having a roster of female action heroes and that was huge it's a shit film but it's great for that reason yeah um, and James Carman came, came on and poo pooed it and sort of went well I made Alien fucking ages ago and no I think he was arguing that saw Rip- Ripley's a, a stronger character than but I think, but I think, I think that well, he was there was a bit of a snooty sort of like, well, I already, I've, I've already sorted that. Was but it shouldn't be. There's so like, few examples that the examples yeah. you have to compare are, from 2018 are, and 1986. Yeah, an interesting, <laughs> an interesting point on on the Ripley thing. Before we go, is that yeah. David Geiler, who uh, who's the writer, one of the writers of the series, mm. and I believe one of the producers, he. Uh, he was saying that when they were making Alien 3 that there was all this stuff that he didn't... Uh, there was a, a draft without Ripley because they weren't sure if uh, Scorny Weather would commit and, the, you know, it would dragged on for years trying to get this happened. Trying to get this happened? Fucking hell. Trying to make this happen. But Sigourney herself said that she would only do it if Walter Hill and David Guy wrote it and the reason was is because that most people mistook Ripley essentially as a man. So they wrote her like a man. So even though that she was this strong female character, actually a lot of the writers were essentially transplanting, you know, a woman. On. So she was, she was basically saying that she would still feel like it was a character for a man, but she was playing in woman, this yeah. being being read by a woman, yeah. And so you know they hadn't really recognised what the core of her character was. Uh, and they were just going, oh, well, she used guns in the last one, so she's going to be running around swearing, you know. Mm. And, you know, basically, I think they were saying that it was just like flagrant masculinity masquerading as the Ripley character, and that's not what the character is, <laughs> which is a really interesting point, I thought. Well, the second one's literally about motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> not covert. Yeah. And also, just before we go, <laughs> when Nuke gets killed at the start, it's the greatest opening of any movie ever. We've got to go now. Ooh. We will see you at E3. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.